1: When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at
0: Marines.com. Well, I suppose it's a war in here. We got to watch Masters or Twins. Well, it's
2: them. In this room. Probably the Masters. <laughs> no, it's the Masters. Right? You know what I say well, about the I'm Twins? I'm a good clicker for commercials. Yeah. The Twins is one of 162. The right. Masters is this is the event. But
1: here's the beauty of that gorgeous TCL television set in that studio over there. Yep. You got it on the Masters, and I got the ball game on it here, so I get to watch both.
2: Do you, do you remember the old? I, had, I have an old TV at my house, so I'd have to have a guy come over to fix it. It's it's one of the first HD TVs ever made, and it's pretty big. And I used to have be able to do two screens on it. You know, you could do two screens. They don't, they, they don't do that in TVs anymore. I but I've never enjoyed that. I, I would enjoy it today. I never had that.
1: We already, yeah. speaking of the Twins, we have controversy already. No, the Eagle? The bald Eagle tried taking out the Seattle starting pitcher instead of landing to the carrier, yeah. the person in charge. The with person the, with his hand The out? retriever. I say that's a brilliant
0: strategy from the Twins. <laughs> the Eagle, they released an Eagle. It flew majestically <laughs> over the field. There's a guy waiting for it with his leathered glove on. And the eagle went over and beat the crap out of a Seattle Seahawks pitcher. It <laughs> was James Paxton, James the guy Paxton. who's starting
1: the game today.
2: Oh, <laughs> the photos on Twitter right now are spectacular. Now, driving in, Joe, I heard you talking about, our guy called up and was talking to you about the circus. So, yeah. so you must be like saying that all these people that think it's a mistreatment of the animals are, are non-logicians. Uh, no, no,
0: the circus only came up because last year, we didn't know the circus was in town, yep. so the guy was clever enough to call and get a free plug to tell
2: us the circus yeah, in town. Because I'm reminded, my wife just hates circus, right? Because it's cruel to the animals.
0: Well, right? it isn't,
2: but right. She no, can so have that's her what thoughts. that's what she does, yeah, and yeah. and so I would imagine that if she was at the Twins game today and she thought they were making this eagle do this stuff, the fact that that eagle went rogue, she would be in favor of that. Okay, because it's like you shouldn't be using him as a as a
0: reavers. What? I know this is way off brand, but can you go to the Daily Mail website? Sure. sure. Do I have to get off the eagle picture now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and find the video of an, a baby elephant. I'm really pro-elephant. I love elephants. Yep. There's a video on the Daily Mail of a, of a trainer in Thailand playing with this baby, and it, it giggles. <laughs> what? The <laughs> elephant giggles. It's just the most delightful thing you've ever heard. And the and, and the elephant is frolicking and having the time of its life and and, and actually giggles as the trainer fools around with it, oh, or or it's trained to
2: giggle, Joe. You know, it's really not enjoying. No, it. it's not trained to giggle. It's a, it's not <laughs> it's not in a circus yet or anything. <laughs> I loved going to the Shriners Circus when I was a kid. Uh, my dad would always take us. You know what my favorite part of the circus was 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 I would always beg my dad to get me one of those. Shriner hats, oh, yeah. a Fez. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. You know, they'd have the little felt Fez caps yeah. and my dad didn't want to get me one, yeah. you know, but that's, that was the number one thing that I wanted.
0: Uh, do we, do you have any uh, thoughts yet about the masters too soon? Isn't it really? Oh, like, y- other than Sergio setting a record for most strokes on a hole. Yeah.
2: Sergio. And you have to go look it up. I mean, the guy hits. What, four in the water? And they were all no, really good no, shots? No, 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 he was He was... He, a,
0: it was four in the water, yeah. Four shots. Four, six, eight, and ten yep. went into the water. Yep. Shot 12 uh, went to the green.
2: Shot 13 went into the hole. Yeah. So he was laying in front of the green in three for some reason. He must have gotten in trouble off the tee. Yeah. And he's flipping wedges in, and the shots all looked great. And they just rolled in. And uh, that's, that's a little goofy how it's set up.
0: And Tony finnell who... yes. Turned his ankle yesterday, apparently not seriously. Well, I mean, he must have like a trick
2: ankle because the thing he w- popped it right back it, in. It I was watched a, him. It was a 90 degree angle. Yeah. And he just popped it back in, and I'm thinking, oh, this poor guy finally gets to play in the Masters and he won't be able to play, and he's, he's not on the plane. He's 300. He's 300. He finished his round yesterday. Yeah. Which would be what today? One off the lead? 300 yeah. right now? Which is, that'd be a great story. And he's, you know, he got a start, Joe. There was a this crappy, I used to watch it. I'm sorry, this crappy reality show called The Big Break on the Golf Channel. Did you ever see that? Sure. He was on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now he's doing quite well. Uh, top, what, 40 player in the world, top 30 player in the world.
0: Uh, he's he's an American. Yes. He's from Salt Lake City. Yep. But he's of Tongan and Samoan ancestry. Yep. And the thing that, I'm,
2: he's not, I think he's like 34. No. He was no. born in 89. Okay, so he's 30 or 20 28. he had did you see he had four kids yesterday? He had yeah, four and kids they were all jumping up. up and down yeah. when he hit the ball <laughs> What was why was he running to the green because he, he the ball he got a hole in one. No, I know that. I think he was just I think he just was so happy at a hole in one he started running huh. and then he realized I got to get my kids and he turned around and that's when he twisted popped out his ankle and just popped it right back mm-hmm. in amazing. yeah
0: Braver, did you have any success? Here we go. Listen to the elephant.
2: <laughs>
0: that is the cutest elephant I've ever seen. Come on, laugh again. Here you go. <laughs> There's not many radio shows where you're going you to get an elephant giggling. Not laughing, <laughs> giggling. There it is again. Yeah. The it's trader, the, the, his handler, just was playing with him with an empty bucket. Okay. And the elephant thought, this is the damnedest good of time I've, I've ever had in my life. Where was this again?
1: Thailand. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. You can find yourself a giggling elephant over in okay, Thailand.
0: Okay. Is Ozaridi Reedy pitching?
1: No, he pitched last
0: night. Okay. He, Who's a guy, uh, Kyle, Kyle Gibson? Gibson? He's a cold weather guy. He pitched the uh, sure. game against Toronto in 2014 when it was 31 mm-hmm. degrees. Really? Mm-hmm. What year was that? 2014. 20, in
2: 2014. Field. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. See, I was telling uh, Reavers earlier we we think this can't be. This
2: spring is so delayed. I looked it all up. It's all happened before. Well, you know when it happened? It happened five years ago. Yeah. I very. I've got pictures on my phone where we got snow on May second. I had six, I had four inches of snow in my yard on May second, and we did not that all April. I remember that because I drove down to Iowa to play golf. I was so desperate. Okay, in, in May sixth, nineteen seventy six. I think I think it was May. No, no, okay, no, no, okay, no, no. Okay, okay, May. This is nineteen seventy six. May
0: sixth, nineteen seventy six. Twins were snowed out. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. May second, nineteen seventy six. Yes, the snow melted by game time, but the field was too wet. So they now that, that wouldn't even bother them because they just turned on the heaters. Nineteen sixty two. I, uh, I'm going to give you this. So this has
2: every Twins game in this book.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, it has every. Uh, it just this was a book I did about the weather because ah. I, I was grousing terribly about having to go indoors. So I said we should have a record of what it was like outside. But here's the deal in '62. Was
2: that a big money? That maker was their for you second.
0: I, I made a fortune <laughs> off this in 1962. That's why he's still here? <laughs> <laughs> getting older. Okay. The scheduled opener in 1962 was April 12th, but it it was against the Angels. But the state got a foot of snow in the southern two-thirds of the state on that morning. And the Twin Cities got six inches uh, by 6 p.m. of the 12th, making a total of 81.3 inches of snow for the year. The next day... The thirteenth of April, nineteen sixty-two, was the coldest April thirteenth on record. Two degrees above zero early that morning, and by the time they finally opened it, uh, finally opened on the fourteenth, it was thirty-three degrees with strong winds uh, when they opened, and a whopping crowd of eight thousand three hundred and sixty-three.
2: Yeah, well, I remember because I would go to almost every opener at the Met. From the- my point being, we forget that this is this all has happened before. Yeah. We've had cold openers. Oh, today's yeah. turning out actually lucky. I got to say, walking in from the parking lot yeah. ten minutes ago with yeah. the sun coming down, mm-hmm. it feels fine.
0: If it's, you're it's, if you're along the third base side today and you got a jacket on, you'll be comfortable. Yes, it is going to start snowing at
2: six. However. So they need to get the game done in three hours. Yeah. I did by the way cuz I was home and obviously not at the game in Pittsburgh yesterday but I did enjoy watching them play oh, that in was a fun. snowstorm yes, yeah. that, was fun. that I was sitting in my living room watching right. it was and and it was great I mean I, now Fernando Rodney is everybody's when he was catching the snowflakes in his tongue while he yeah. was on the mound I mean yeah. now there's a guy yeah. who's living it you know just let it go you got to love the guy already just for that so Is is ESPN doing this commercial free I doubt it but maybe I don't I know. haven't yet I don't clicked know. to a
0: Twins game the twins game
2: you know and i've really gotten into watching golf the last couple weeks because of tiger and all that. and it's amazing when you watch a sunday afternoon regular tour event yeah it's three shots four minutes of commercials we four are shots yep. four minutes it's brutal yeah it's it's almost unwatchable really. we do
1: have a uh, an on-site report about the eagle at target field Uh-oh. is it Patrick? <clears throat> team schuster more dangerous throwing out five first balls than challenger the eagle Catchers ducking as baseballs fly about <laughs> haphazardly. <laughs> team Schuster came out and they went five for five on the throw. Who's Team Schuster? The guys that won the gold medal, the curling team.
2: My Who's name. Team Schuster? How could you miss
1: Team Schuster? Joke. They're the, everywhere. Those guys. Are they getting paid for these gigs? They're uh, everywhere. They're they're the now Kevin Hart of Minnesota sports. They're basically everywhere. The gold medal
0: curling team. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Just a moment. Frozen floors in town. Yes, sir. We have uh, Minnesota Duluth and Ohio State at five o'clock, and Michigan and Notre Dame at eight thirty. This is at XL Energy Center. The Timberwolves are where uh, Denver. Denver. They're in Denver, the Twins are just now underway at home. The Masters is underway. Uh, a pretty
2: good weekend, huh? Yeah, and the Wild are locked into their, yep. their spot. They're going to play. Oh, it. they
0: lost at the Duck last
2: night. Yeah, I watched some of that game. I don't know why. It didn't mean anything. It, it looked like once they found out they were locked into the third, the third period, it looked like they just didn't want to play. Well, it lot.
0: meant a hell of a lot to
2: Anaheim. It did. Didn't it? it meant nothing to the Wild. The so. Anaheim got a playoff spot. Yes, it was important for them. So who did they? Who did they push away? Colorado. Well, now it's down. To, there's every spot is taken. There's one last spot. It's between Colorado and St. Louis. Colorado has a one point lead, and they play each other the last game of the season. Oh they, boy! They both have one more game. So if Colorado wins that game and St. Louis loses that game, then it would be over. But if they uh, if that doesn't happen, then they'll, the last game will determine it. Well, I'm trying to find it here. Excuse the Blues the last night, your Blues of Mike Yeo, uh, they the they were scored upon by the Blackhawks with nine seconds left to lose that game in regulation. If they'd held on for nine seconds, they would have at least picked up one more. They would have picked up the, uh, the bonus point.
0: Uh, wild, well, the Wild play tonight.
2: Yeah, they play uh, the Kings tonight. At the
0: Kings, uh, but let's see, Colorado. Kings are
2: in. They're just all jockeying for position on the other side.
0: Uh, Colorado at San Jose,
2: and uh, the St. Louis it pl- does play at Chicago. I don't know, maybe tonight or tomorrow night, and then they play each other. St. Louis at game. Chicago tomorrow. Yeah. So, all right. So that uh, uh,
0: will the Timberwolves
2: make the playoffs? You know, I, I'm going to guess probably, but there's a lot of people, me included, that have kind of lost interest in whether they do or they don't. I, I would be interested if they could finish strong and get right now, Joe, between the fourth place team mm-hmm. and the ninth place team mm-hmm. there's two games difference really so the Wolves could finish as low as ninth maybe even tenth and could finish as high as fourth mm-hmm. and with only four games left I mean if they if they run the table at four and oh uh then they, they have a good chance to finish fourth and then I'd be excited if they finish in the seventh seed or the eighth seed and have to play the Rockets or the Warriors and just get drummed out of the playoffs in, in the first round you know I'd almost rather see them miss the playoffs so that everybody would hate Tibbs as much as I do
0: Reavers, uh, are the Timberwolves going to make
1: the playoffs? I think they will, but as someone that's looking at their long-term success, I think it's in their best interest if they miss. Hmm. Because why? because you're going to play Houston or Golden State and get as Corzo said, you're going to get smoked in four games, well, and you're not going to win.
0: Well, why Why would that be? In because their best then they interest? would also have a
1: second uh, number one draft pick oh. that they would lose if they made the playoffs.
0: Well.
1: All right. Plus, so. as Corzo said, I think it'd just be great because it's Minnesota sports and it's great theater for us.
2: And so, then the, all of those, then then Tibbs would have very little. Although he could always say, "Well, Jimmy Butler got hurt." That would be his uh, defense, I suppose. To which has been a dreadful. A, which does matter. But, it does matter.
1: But, but but this team is in such dysfunction. It's, I mean, they're it's in disarray.
2: They're winning in spite of the head coach. Correct. They hate the head coach. It's pretty obvious.
0: Well, that what <laughs> he was brought here with great fanfare.
2: Yeah, it was. And but I will say, he this seems so disagreeable. When, when he was the choice, uh, I was on the air with these airwaves, and I was saying, I get why you'd go after Tibbs. He, he had great success in Chicago. Uh, he got fired, and a lot of the reason everyone thought was because he couldn't get along with his ownership, and the, and the players loved him and all this stuff. But I said he is not the guy they should hire because he's stuck in the past. And unfortunately, I proved to be right. Uh, he Both his offense and his defense, it does not – play the way that that the, the NBA in 2018 is remarkably different than it was in 2011. <laughs> Completely different. It's all the three-pointers and small ball and gunning, and, and and Tibbs is still stuck playing the game like it was seven years ago. And his whole defense that he designed and that he still uses was great seven years ago, and it's it doesn't work anymore because it, it gives the other teams threes because nobody shot threes in 2011. Now all teams want to shoot threes, and they're killing the Wolves by doing that, and the Wolves themselves do not shoot threes. And he didn't build his roster to shoot threes. Uh, so it's, he's really he's built a team that would be great if it was 2011. Unfortunately, it's 2018. All right. I'm getting a text from Patrick.
0: we in the chief offsite correspondent, Dan. Sorry about the factual problem uh, on Sergio. I joined his struggle midway. I didn't understand it. He hit shots number two, number four, number six, number eight, and number ten into the water.
2: No, that's not, that's not. He can't hit number two because he was on the 15th hole, which is a par five. And so he was hitting sure, a wedge. Sure he was can. hitting a
0: wedge. Oh. So so well, maybe to, you saw it. Maybe you saw it after he hit. Well, no,
2: he had to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, so maybe he hit a second in the water and then dropped. Yes. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so he hit a second in the water. Yeah. He's laying three. Then he hit four in the water, laying five. Then he hit six in the water, laying seven. Keep going. Eight in the water, laying nine. Right. 10 in the water, laying in 11, 11, 12 in one putt. So he one putted. Yeah, it's, That's the old, you know, how'd you make a 13? He goes, well, I one putted. You know, <laughs> I, made, I made up, I made, you know. That's the old, the famous, uh, the famous, the famous, uh, 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 I'm having a, the the Spaniard, the great Spaniard, the Seve. Seve. He said, how did you four putt? He goes, I miss, I miss, I miss, Meesh. I make. You know, I mean. I yeah. a peaking wig. Yeah. You need a peaking wig. I miss, <laughs> I miss, I miss, I make. make yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, so he hit five in the water, yeah. man. That's incredible.
0: Uh, it'll only be incredible if he wins the tournament. Yeah. Then it, that would you look back and say that's incredible. He won this tournament. It, for a pro to get a thirteen, it makes me feel better.
2: Yeah, he's nine. But over you described for the, day. the shots to me. You thought they were wonderful looking shots. Uh, yeah, I didn't see the the second shot, no. which would be the long shot on the right. par five from two hundred and some yards. But his wedges were all landed on the green around the hole with not. You know, we've all seen Joe when the ball spins back really hard. Yeah, these did not spin back hard. They landed and spun back a little, and are true. I mean, they are going by the hole, lo- looking like. It's going to stop a foot from the hole, and it just kept rolling. And it didn't even pick up a lot of speed. It was like just going so slowly wow. and rolled off. So wow. that, other than the the last one he hit in the water, uh, where he kind of finally hit a crappy one, they were all good shots. I mean, that, he didn't miss hit them, as what I'm saying. So yeah, that that was kind of brutal.
0: And he had no option; he had to keep dropping and hitting. He, he did, yeah. yeah. It, unlike uh, what's the what's the movie with uh,
2: uh tin cup tin cup. He, he he could have gone up and drop, because he was Sergio was already near the water right yeah he was hitting wedges yeah after the first one that he hit in the water
0: look at this Reaver. Seattle's already up over your Twins one to nothing that's because according
1: to my last tweet uh, ground ball to Snow here's Snow with the pitch just a bit outside he threw it to the dugout for God's sake it wait was a minute one of the worst. you're
0: in there running this show
2: tweeting. Ah.
1: Why well, I'm uh, <laughs> monitoring the,
0: the, huh? the I'm monitoring the. He's Baltimore. bringing
2: listeners to the station. <laughs> and look at um, it looks like most of the people showed up.
0: We're going to be back in just a moment. Uh, right now, thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vail from the Wall Street Journal in Your
3: Money Now. Well, we had a pretty good day, Joe. Stocks were higher at the close for a third straight day. As trade concerns eased, the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 got a bit closer to getting back into positive territory for the year. The Dow gained 240 points, closing at 24,505. The S&P 500 picked up 18 points, and the NASDAQ, which is already back in positive territory, gained 34 points. President Trump thinks the Postal Service isn't charging Amazon enough to deliver its packages and that's one of the reasons why it is losing so much money. But former Postmaster General Patrick Donahoe says that is incorrect. He told UBS analysts that Amazon is profitable for the postal service and that Amazon's business would fall under the competitive products category which has ruled dictating pricing. Sonic is joining the growing list of restaurant companies that are making their products available in grocery stores. The drive-in chain is launching several grab-and-go products that feature its popular flavors like cherry limeade in frozen novelties, gelatins, puddings, and even lollipops. They'll all be available in stores nationwide this spring. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, thanks, Brutes. This traffic is sponsored by Firestone Auto Care.
4: Pretty nice start. Only one incident so far. There's a stall on 94 eastbound at White Bear Avenue. The left lane is partially blocked. The only congestion we really see is in the area of the Crosstown. Other than that, everything pretty good. Pretty, Firestone pretty. <laughs> Firestone, Complete Auto Care, keeping cars running newer, longer. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Our forecast, 14 overnight tonight. Cold tomorrow. Wind chills around 15 all day long, only 27 for a high. Uh, right now, it's sunny, and we've got 39 degrees.
0: Here's John height Th- Thank you, Joe. It's sunny. 39 degrees. You having fun in there,
4: boys? I Well, Chris, I think he's a little shaken or something. Here well, right here's on. the problem. Yeah, what's the problem?
1: I'm missing my first opening day in oh. almost 20 years. So I'm adjusting to not being at the ballpark
4: today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, world's smallest violin uh-huh. right here. See it, Johnny? I'm playing the world's smallest violin. <laughs> Twins home opener is going on, and Chris is missing it. Uh, it's already two to nothing, Seattle. So is Miguel Sano apparently too. He's missing it too. <laughs> uh, Seattle scoring two runs in the top of the first inning. Uh, the Twins coming to bat in the uh, bottom now. Uh, James Paxton on the mound for Seattle. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Uh, James had a little encounter with an eagle uh, before the game started. He was out <laughs> loosening up, and the eagle that was flying over the stadium landed on James. Mm-hmm. So uh, my sources are telling me that uh, Paxton yeah. is from
1: Canada. Oh, well that eagle knew what mm-hmm. his target was mm-hmm. go after the
0: canadian none it, of that surprised me because of our uh seasoned experience with uh birds of prey at the sure. fair you mm-hmm. know we've had eagles land on us and get stuck in the tree wouldn't
4: go get wouldn't, a ladder wouldn't come or, down <laughs> wouldn't come join
1: us offered
0: him a whole chicken come on, come on
1: <laughs> maybe he just wanted to watch the program yeah. uh oh, by the way uh, uh Corzo, I don't know if you're aware, but um, about a year ago at this time, in fact, you might have been here doing the ride for Patrick for Opening Day. Uh, Joe, John, the Rook, and I were able to do Garage Logic live from Target Field, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. one of the four of us uh, actually stayed for the game
2: mm-hmm. I had to get home and watch a game. So, uh-huh. so I'm guessing that one would be you, right? right? Right. We we gotta get home,
0: watch the game on gotta TV. watch the game on TV. <laughs> exactly. You're
2: at. The ball uh, That's right. <laughs> You know what, Reavers? If I was uh, there, you would have left too. Oh yeah, I, I, I Maybe an inning. <sighs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I, also, you guys missed the first pitch. I right hear the, the the curling boys. Yes. Uh, it was five of the curlers lined up. Oh yeah. And then five twins acting as catchers lined up. Okay. Uh, the. Third guy in the middle threw the ball to the fourth guy oh. on the other side. The Twins catchers basically stood up and scattered because the balls were flying <laughs> everywhere. I oh think
2: I think they should have rolled them up didn't there. didn't go well. Oh, that would have been cool. You know, like they're curling them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that they would should have been... a guy sweeping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got some
4: sweepers out there. Good idea. Uh, At the Masters today, Henrik Stenson is at 4-under, as is Adam Hadwin and Charlie Hoffman. Uh, Stenson uh, through 17, Hadwin and Hoffman through 16. If you're wondering, a Tiger is uh, done for the day. He's in the clubhouse at 1-over. Well in the mix. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh wild lose to Anaheim 3-1 last night. Right back at it tonight on the West Coast where they will play Los Angeles. And big game for the Wolves. Uh, they uh, need to, you know, keep winning to make the playoffs. They're in Denver to play the Nuggets. News notes from today. A man found with a gunshot wound early this morning in Minneapolis is expected to survive, according to police. Minneapolis Police Public Information Officer John Elder said a report of a shooting on the 2800 block of Cedar Avenue was received at about 325 this morning. When they got there, officers discovered the man. Elder said officers applied a pair of chest seals to the wound and administered first aid until medics arrived. The seals are carried by every Minneapolis officer for use in such emergencies. Man transported to the hospital is expected to survive. No suspect in custody yet. The matter remains under investigation. Federal grand jury in central Illinois has indicted those three men suspected of bombing a Minnesota mosque on a charge of possessing a machine gun. The fourth man not linked to the bombing, also indicted, 47-year-old Michael Harry, 29-year-old Michael McMortar, 22-year-old Joe Morris, and 18-year-old Ellis Mack arrested on March 13th on the weapons charges. Crews working today to clean up a train derailment in Shakopee. The derailment happened near Valley Park Drive. I was going to say it was right across from Valley Fair, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, very close to the entrance to what Valley spilled. Fair. spilled? Uh, sand wasn't it there's yeah five cars derailed uh there was no hazardous material there was soybean meal mm. in the, uh, the train cars spokesperson also said cranes are being used to put cars back on the tracks the track will need to be repaired and inspected they hope to get the track back open by later on this evening other trains for now are being rerouted Propane from a faulty water heater was what asphyxiated that Iowa family that died during spring break, according to Mexican police. In an interview today with the Des Moines Register, Christopher Martin is the main investigator on the case for the Fiscalia General Office in the Tulum Municipality. Laid out what police know of the last days of Kevin, Amy, Sterling, and Adriana Sharp of Creston, Iowa. Family had been staying at the luxury Tau Mexico vacation community on the east coast of the Yucatan Peninsula. The initial autopsies conducted nearby Playa del Carmen show the four Iowans died of asphyxiation from propane inhalation. The water heater in the condominium, which used liquid propane for fuel, had rusted in the humid Caribbean climate.
1: Joe, I know this was a conversation that we had last hour, but this is an email I think that needs your attention from David uh, talking about the speed of light. Mm -hmm. You ready? Oh, no. Light travels at a constant speed of around 1.07 billion kilometers per hour. That works out to around 299 million meters per second or about 670 million miles per hour. To put that in perspective, if you could travel at the speed of light, you would be able to circumnavigate the globe approximately seven and a half times in one second. Meanwhile, <laughs> a person flying at an average speed of about 800 kilometers Per hour, 500 miles an hour, would take over 50 hours to circle the planet just once. Could oh. you uh,
4: repeat the part yep. of the stuff about <laughs> yep. all the things? See? There you go. <laughs> I'll forward that to you. Got all that, huh? Yeah. Uh, one other thing, the thing from last hour. I went and looked up because Chris's question uh, made me wonder. Uh, the kerosene we this talked about. This was the
0: drunk lady buying yes. kerosene at the gas station? Yes,
4: trying to put kerosene in her car yeah. instead of gasoline. Yeah. Apparently, in many states, there is a kerosene pump. At gas stations. I've never seen that. I haven't either. Uh, but I looked it up online, and it's fairly common in many other states. So apparently she just pulled up to the kerosene pump sure. and tried to put that in her car. Yeah. So That's probably not wise to put the kerosene pump next to the... Not mm-hmm. very smart. At that point, that's the least of her problems. That's a good you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh For those who still want to uh, fly supersonic air travel after the Concorde, some exciting news from NASA. This has nothing to do with light years, Chris. I see the look Uh, on your face. Okay. (laughs) You're wondering. The U.S. Space Agency has announced it's going ahead with plans to develop an aircraft that can break the sound barrier, but do it quietly. That means, unlike its sonic boom-producing predecessors, including the Concorde, it could operate commercial routes over land.
0: So could I get you the uh, Milky Way? Name three Mickeys. Mickey Rooney. Yep. (laughs) Mickey Mantle. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mickey Way. They'll take that one. will oh, take yeah. Mickey, uh, three Mickey. Mickey Way. <laughs> <laughs> three Mickeys. NASA
4: has awarded Lockheed Martin a $247.5 million contract to build the supersonic aircraft. It wants the aerospace company to refine, build, and test the experimental aircraft known as the X-Plane or the Low Boom Flight Demonstrator and deliver it to NASA's Armstrong Flight Research Center by the end of 2021. You know how stores get money when they sell the winning lottery ticket? Yep. Uh, this story's cool. The owner of a New Jersey gas station, where a five hundred twenty-one million dollar lottery ticket was sold, said he will share the store's thirty thousand dollar bonus with all of his employees. Huh. A mere crass is the each offer. get fifty bucks. Well, thirty thousand. I mean, yeah, that's suppose. That's a grand. You a piece. Ten employees. You, well, he's got more than thirty or less than thirty employees. All right. I'm sorry, John. Come on, Chris. Didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> Guys, trying to do a good thing, Chris. Amir Crass is the owner of the Riverdale Light Lick Oil South. He said he plans to give his 10 employees, Chris. Oh. Big bonuses after the New Jersey lottery awarded him the thirty grand for his prize selling, the ticket that won Friday night's Mega Millions drawing. He said each will get a bonus. He said he promised them a share of the money before he knew the amount. Crass said some of the money will also go toward a local charity seeking to build a church. The owner said the Mega Millions winner, who has not yet come forward, is a regular customer that he is familiar with. Friday's drawing marked the fourth-largest jackpot in Mega Millions history. Pizza man to the rescue, uh, Donato's Pizza driver, Ralph Lettner, told a local TV station in Kentucky he was delivering a pizza to a mobile home park in Somerset when he saw a house on fire. Oh, no. Lettner says he jumped out of his car, raced into the home to shut off a breaker that was on fire. He found the homeowner, one other person inside, and got them out. Homeowner Jesse Decker says Lettner is a hero who saved his home and his life. Letner says his parents raised him to help people when they needed help. Says he wasn't even supposed to be at work, but he had stayed past the end of his shift because it was busy. Firefighters.
0: Hey, <laughs> he hit in the woods again.
4: Firefighters say an electrical problem caused the fire. And a Toyota dealer in
1: California... You were is... trying to hit the Sergio one, weren't you? Because he hit it in the water. Is that what all the noises over there? You're looking for things <laughs> looking on, your, for the Sergio button. on your computer?
2: Hey, on Hey, computer <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, where'd you get the trophy wife? I don't have Sergio anymore. Come on! You it's not, it's not you
1: know what? I bet you uh, you double-clicked it. That's what hey, happened. Hey,
0: Mickelson. Hey, hit in the woods again.
1: No, you already played that, <laughs> that one. one. Hey, yeah.
0: Bush. Bush, give me a ball. Give me a ball, Bush. I voted for Gore, you a- <laughs> Hey, Bush. Bush, give me a ball. Give me a ball. Hey, you're all right. But Cheney sucks. He sucks. Where's Cheney? <laughs> Hey give me the ball. Hand yeah. wrap the ball for me. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have Sergio. We do day. have Sergio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, just a moment.
4: Down in Florida, authorities say a Florida school superintendent was pulled over for illegally passing a school bus as police were running a bus safety campaign. <laughs> what <Whoops>. oh, boy! <laughs> Florida Today reports superintendent of Brevard Public Schools Desmond Blackburn was driving his district-issued SUV the morning of March 27th when he was stopped and given a warning. Florida drivers are the absolute worst in the country. Is that a fair
1: statement? Uh, sure. sure. I drove from Sarasota-Fort to Myers two weeks ago. I was going uh, fast. Mm-hmm. and I was Were being, you in the
0: world's fastest car? I sure was. A rental
1: car. hmm And people were going by me as if I was standing still. Really? Yeah. That makes them bad drivers? Well, but they're they're extremely aggressive. Well, that's better than
2: the ones that sit in the left lane and
4: clog it. I disagree. Well, they're both bad. Don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We got to the bottom of that. Velboard police had increased patrols around school buses from February 26th until March 29th as part of Operation Busted. Get it. I get B-U-S-T. it, I do. Busted. A police spokeswoman said officers issued 115 tickets and 14 warnings for failure to stop for a school bus during the campaign. Blackburn acknowledged he was one of the drivers who needed a reminder and thanked police for their work. Florida law says vehicles traveling in both directions on an undivided roadway have to stop for a stopped school bus. Uh, this story you've probably seen, but we now have more details. I've kind of been sitting on it a couple of days because I had questions. But the well, questions, we'll help you. Questions, well, they've been answered now oh, okay. with the new version of the story. A Nevada dad stole the scene at the moment of his daughter's engagement when he interrupted the proposal with a big sign that read <laughs> "Say No." Twenty-three-year-old <laughs> Levi Bliss inspired, uh, conspired, excuse me, with his relatives and the family of twenty-two-year-old Allison Barron to surprise his intended while he popped the question in a scenic location. Bliss had Barron's family set up letters spelling marry me question mark on the side of a large hill and he then took his girlfriend driving past the display and stopped to officially propose. Barron's family hid in the bushes nearby and her dad interrupted the proposal unexpectedly by popping out holding the big sign that said say no. She took pics. The pics ended up on social media, of course. Now, Baron told Inside Edition, this was uh, my question when I first saw the story, if he was serious or not, apparently not. She said it was one of her father's famous, quote, dad jokes.
1: Well, wait a minute. People actually thought he was upset with the oh, engagement? I did when I first well, saw if the story. He, oh, no, I, I knew
2: he was joking I, the whole time. I didn't. But oh. see, if he didn't really want her to do it and he put the sign up, then I would have enjoyed the story. <laughs> if he, if he uh, actually objected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because you do this cockamamie, let's do a sign crap that they do now for proposals. They do it for prom too. No, yeah, I would have liked to be actually, you know, like as a guy in the stands saying, "No." Playing the part of Kenny
4: Olson this afternoon. Yeah, of course, of course. Right. Uh, get some, off my lawn. Exactly. Uh, somebody was mad though. Uh, the couple said the only one not amused by the sign was Bliss's mom, the bride.
0: The, uh, I really lost track of the whole thing. Well, it's it hard to, just, watch it's hard to the keep Masters. up with the show. Uh, a, you're watching golf. See. No, I was trying to pay attention. but I was trying? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> how hard? How hard not, did you try? Not, re- not okay. my hardest. On a one to ten, what do you
2: got?
1: Maybe <laughs> five? Three, maybe? Three? Oh, wow.
4: <laughs> Surprised you got that much, John. Yeah, that's a good point. It's Master's week. Managers of a Sonic fast food uh, restaurant in Mississippi put up a sign in the drive-thru with a request for customers. The sign said, don't smoke marijuana while ordering. Okay. Customers at the Sonic drive-thru in Gulfport snapped photos that went viral online after the restaurant posted the sign. The sign reads, attention, if you are smoking weed in the drive-thru, you will not be served. Please show some common courtesy and smoke and air out before pulling up to order. Store manager Yasmin Freeman said the sign was posted in March after a customer in the drive-thru blew marijuana smoke in the face of an employee who is a minor. Freeman said the sign appears to have been affected as well as serving as a conversation topic for amused patrons. Oh, I need <laughs> some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. She told the Sun-Herald newspaper, there have been a lot of pictures taken. <laughs> it's happened again. I this... know
0: that, dude. I know that, dude. <laughs>
4: Did you see his son got busted?
0: No. For, who is that? For
4: drugs. Sean, Sean Penn. Sean Penn.
0: No, I knew that was Sean Penn, but I didn't know he had a kid. Yeah, he has a child who uh, just uh, was busted for him.
2: Oh, no!
1: No, that's the opposite, Sean. Mm-hmm.
4: Opposite. It's happened again, this time in Miamisburg, Ohio. Investigators say a Miamisburg house caught fire after the homeowner tried to kill insects with some sort of flammable device. There you go. Crews were called to a duplex along Montgomery Street in Miamisburg early last Thursday morning. Investigators say the flames started on the second floor and spread throughout the home. Homeowner told firefighters he had been trying to kill insects that he found crawling around inside. Miami Valley Fire District Chief Steve Meadows said if you want to get rid of bugs in your home, call the professionals. He said we always recommend to have a professional if you have a rodent or insect problem not to use open flames. Both families inside the duplex were evacuated with no injuries. The fire caused about 20 grand in damages. John, do
0: you have to go? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. All right. Oh, just a minute. Just a minute. I know that, dude. <laughs> All right, Reavers quizzes.
1: So Tim submitted this email seven Masters trivia questions that will stump even the biggest golf fans. Only three pro golfers have been members of Augusta National.
0: Who are they? Arnold Palmer. Yep. Jack Nicholas. Yep. And I would probably think maybe Byron Nelson. No,
1: Corzo, you got to guess. Gary Player. No. Senior PGA Tour player, John
2: Harris. I knew John Harris was a member. That's I don't know what right. but I forgot that he became a pro. Yeah. yeah,
1: the Masters was not played in 1943, 1944, and 1945. What was the club used for during these years? Some sort of
0: war offices.
1: Look at you mm-hmm. to help with the war effort. The grounds of Augusta National were used to raise turkeys and cattle. Okay. Wow. What was the admission price to the first Masters in 1934? Wow, 50 cents.
0: I was going to say 50 cents, too. Actually,
1: know. more than I th- I would have guessed. $2.20. Well, that was probably more expensive than it is today. Yeah, it was $2 admission, I 20 so. cents tax. <laughs> no, when,
2: way more expensive if you have yeah, for inflation. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: when did the first African-American play in the Masters?
2: That would be 1979, is my guess. Lee Elder. Lee Elder is the correct answer. Just a
1: bit sooner, 1975. 1975. Okay. Who was the only president to be a member of
2: Augusta National? Dwight Eisenhower. Boom. Yep. I can't get in with Joe. He's too good.
1: Who coined the term
2: "Amen Corner"? Uh, Herbert writer Warren. For the, for, Herbert Warren Wind. Yeah, Corzo beats me on that. Wow. He's a New Yorker. Writer, and and how about this? One of the first Masters I covered, I, Herbert Warren Wind was there. Really? And I went up and talked to him. Hmm. What, 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 what he was, was very old. Then. What
1: was the reason? Because it doesn't give me an he, explanation. He
2: said that when you go and play those three holes, you need to say your prayers, amen. Okay. So he wrote that yeah. in a column, and it, it they gathered the name. And last, Augusta National is a seasonal
1: club. During what months is it closed for golfing? June, July, yeah, June, July, August. You
0: guys are experts, yeah. man. Holy cow. Who Which was, is another reason. I was telling Corzo <laughs> off the air. I bet it's cheaper to belong to a, a, a Augusta than it is any local club here. You they think make, so? They, well, God knows what they make for the Masters. Yeah, sure. But then they're not there for three months. Sure. Those one guy uh, they they got a new member and you got to be asked to be a member. And the guy said when he got there, "Does there a wine cellar here?" And they said, no, there isn't. And when he got his bill that year, I think they only get billed once a year. When he got his bill, it just said, you are going to build us a wine cellar. I think it works like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because he had, a, okay, because he had the connection to make that
2: possible. No, he he just would kind of check to do it. He oh, it was his responsibility. Yeah.
0: Somebody else might get a bill to say, you got to get new furniture for the uh, Eisenhower cabin. Or
1: I don't think they get billed a lot. Could you walk on there if you knew somebody no. and play in like August? No, not that I'm aware
2: of. You're not playing when it's closed.
0: Also, it's the most well-satellited course in the world. Uh, There are satellites devoted specifically to monitoring the condition of the course.
2: Oh, I thought you meant like satellites where you go to the bathroom.
0: No, no. Satellites (laughs) in the air that that can tell how it's being watered. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: No, it's... It's, uh, Rick
0: Shefchick has done a great book. Uh, the name of it escapes me, and I apologize, but it's set at Augusta and it's a real inside look. You've mentioned that book yeah, before. It's another real...
2: good book, Kurt Sampson, The Masters. Read okay. it. It's a good book, too. What do you have coming up? Uh, we're going to talk a little masters, little twins, little wolves, little wild. So, you know, we're going to just kind of run the gamut on that. Uh, stuff. Mostly I'll be complaining about Tibbs, but you know, I've got to mix in some other things.
0: Now yeah, you do seem to have a
2: You know what, Joe? Two games into his first season, I said, This guy will never work. Sometimes first impressions are correct. Really? They were that two, one was two games in. Two right? games in. You didn't give them much chance. Two games in, no.
0: Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's uh it's thirty seven degrees, the ball game's underway, the Masters is underway, and the ride with Korzanowski is coming up next.